0: Children, do we have children's church today? If we don't, we need somebody to step up. Jessica? Jessica's waiting. There's a reason I say that. It's uh, It's been almost two years since David asked me to preach, and I figure there's probably a reason. Probably because he doesn't like the comments he gets afterwards. After this one, it'll probably be four years, or he'll, t- he'll quit asking. Uh, he told me the other day, he said, it was about two weeks ago, so for the last two weeks I've had all this going around, and uh, he said, uh, I said, do you have anything that you want me to preach on, or? any kind of subjects, you always like to do that when you don't really want him to say something. He said, well, the next parable is the parable of the net. And that's the list, and that's kind of the series I'm going through. He says, but I really don't care. You know, you can speak on whatever you want. So, here's your one and only warning. Today is mature and controversial in the way I feel. If you don't like it or you disagree... I don't hate you. I hope you don't hate me. Disagreement is not hate. That infuriates me sometimes. (laughs) Like I said, it's been about two years, so I got about two years worth of notes. So bear with me. We'll be out of here by supper. In fact, I almost ran out of paper, so I decided to use my iPad because it doesn't wear out. More than blood. I'm going to say it takes more than blood. That's what we're going to talk about. That's what we're going to get around to. And I'm going to get around like this to the parable of the net. Tracy thinks I'm a little scatterbrained, overanalytical. She's right. But here we go. Anybody like watching the news today? Anybody. What do you, what what do you see? Speak up. What do you see today when you watch the news? Chaos. Chaos. Good. Violence? Good. Let's let's try a couple of these. Bombings, shootings, riots, robbery, kidnapping, war, tragedy, oppression. Dictators or Islamic powers going crazy. Can we sum it all up by saying there's a lack of God's influence in our culture, in our world, and in our government? I think we can. A couple soapboxes I like to get on. Like I said, if you disagree, I don't hate you. You have every right to disagree with me. Whenever I vote, I try not to have any affiliation one way or the other. I am conservative, very conservative, but there's two things that I don't want to give up on. The first one is abortion. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Notice how it says, I knew you. Not, I knew of you. I didn't know what you will be. I knew you. I think that means that you were you before you were you. Very analytical. Anybody else think that when you were in the womb... You are a simple clump of cells. Let me have that picture, Juice. Gunny, everybody know Gunny? If you don't, he's a chiropractor in Amarillo. He's my brother in law. I've done countless talks for him, countless. And he shows a picture similar to this right here. A little more defined, a little more blown up, but this was just last minute, last night about 11 o'clock. Number one is over here. That's the brain. Number two, kind of in the middle. How old is this embryo? Give me a number. Hello? 14 days. Good job, Mike. 14 days. Most women do not even know they're expecting. The way he tells it is you have a live sperm and you have a live egg. They are alive. From the moment the egg is fertilized, You are you. It's not after the first trimester. It's not after a heartbeat. I even heard the other day a report of some women that were fighting to kill a three-year-old child as a right of abortion. Oh Wow. How many three-year-olds we got running around here? That's horrible. I'm not going to vote for somebody that supports that. Even if it means... I make less money or something else isn't quite right. Our nation has killed over 50 million babies. Million. How much better would our economy be if we had 50 billion people paying into social security? How many how many million people could help our situations that we have? A lot. That could help a lot. They have a brain and a spinal cord at 14 days. Gonna use this to say that the nervous system is first. This is where all of your power and all of your insides come from. It all has to come from here first. I'm going to use it to say that you are functioning from the beginning. You are you. We have some paramedics in here, or we have some medical people or whatever. The very last thing they check before they say you are gone, brain function. Why isn't it the first thing we check to see if you're alive? It sure happens pretty quick, doesn't it? The other problem is what mostly I'm going to talk about, and it's the lack of a biblical family in our world. Here's some mature. How many, as in percent, population U.S. identify as homosexual or bisexual? Give me a number. Percentage. 40%. Give me another number. Correct. Less than 3%. Actually, 2.3%. Let me read this. I copied it from... Centers of Disease Control, not some right-wing thing, not something... This is the government. The National Health Interview Survey by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, federal government's most relied upon estimate of the nation's health and behaviors, found that fewer than 3% of respondents self-identified as gay, lesbian, or bisexual. 1.6% of respondents self-identified as gay or lesbian, even less... 0.7 self-identified as bisexual. That is 2.3%. I'm not going to say anything about it. Let's let God say it. 1 Corinthians 6, 9-11. Do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral or idolaters or idolaters. Male, pro- pro- male prostitutes are homosexual offenders. Nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanders, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. Anybody think that you can earn heaven? That right there proves that without Jesus Christ, you cannot earn heaven. Here's your next verse. And that is what some of you were. Past tense. You were washed, sanctified, justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in the Spirit of God. Juice. Let's have the stats. This is extremely hard to see. But you can see the very first part up there says Christian. This is the U.S. population. There's 300 million people in the U.S. 78.4% say they're Christian. How many did the CDC say were gay, lesbian, or bisexual? 2.3%. Why are we having so much trouble if we have 78% of the population in the U.S.? Man, that's a good question. I think if we could figure out the answer to that, maybe we can figure out the answer to a lot of problems. Now, in that 78%, you're going to see down here, Mormon, Jehovah's Witness there included. I don't. Now, this is going to hurt some people's feelings. If you do not believe in the deity of Christ, God came, God died for you. Christ is in Christian. I'm sorry. I don't know anybody's belief in their heart when they pass. I hope every single person knows that Christ is Christ. The Jehovah's Witness have deceived people for generations. They rewrote their Bible. Okay? The Mormons love the Bible, God's Word, unless the Book of Mormon says not to. Which came first? The scrolls or the Book of Mormon? So let's just take that percentage out. If you don't agree with me, I don't hate you. I disagree with you. 75%. Just give them 75%. Here's part of the problem. Out of that 75%, half are registered to vote. How much of that half actually do vote? Half. 25% of all the Christians in the United States vote. We need to vote hey, let's stand on the sidelines and we'll pray that something changes. We had men fight and die to vote. We had generations fight and die to vote. We had the civil rights come so black people could could vote. People died to vote. And we're standing back. Whenever God let the Israelites out of Egypt, pillar of fire, Red Sea parting, Do you think that God could have handed the country of Israel all that land? Yeah. Did he do that? No. They went and took it. They fought. They were told to take it. They were also told to destroy everything in some cases. Kill every single person there. We have not only prayer on our side, which is extremely powerful, but we have to act. We have to do something. Let's go into one piece of that. I think many of these issues are simply because of the decline of men. Whenever I say men, I don't mean grown boys. Okay? I came up with this last night. I don't know about men not 30. We need... Boys who are raised to be responsible, honorable, accountable, respectful, disciplined, self-sacrificing, and protective. And in turn, those boys who grow to be men will then bring more men. We need more men. Why? Because the men are the leaders. If you have a bunch of men sitting on the sidelines, we're not going to go anywhere. We were made to lead. We were made for so many things, and we have a purpose, and if we don't do our purpose, then everything's going to fall apart. It takes a masculine male to be a warrior to fill these tasks given to us by God. Warriors will fight to portray... To the world what is right without timidity, no matter the pressure he's under. We have a Marine. We have some Air Force. We have other people. Warriors. Police. How many of you want war? Bill? You want war? Mike? If you're called to war, are you going? Absolutely. None of us want war. None of us want conflict. None of us want to do anything that's going to cause a bump in the road. Tracy says, I do that sometimes. I agree. I also agree that sometimes I'm going to let something go just because it doesn't glorify God. In everything we do, we glorify God. Clint was just telling me something a while ago. Truth without love is abuse. Love without truth is also abuse. What are we doing? Standing on the side, not giving any truth with love? A lot of these homosexual people mainly gripe because they aren't loved when they come to church. Anybody know Dr. James Dobson? Everybody's heard of him, right? He has taken so much flack for saying that homosexuals are not genetically or inherited. I tend to agree with him. I don't hate you if you don't. <clears throat> Let's go a different way. Second Timothy 1.7 For the Spirit of God gave us for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self discipline. Ladies, how many of you want this nice, sensitive man? You know, he's in touch with his feminine side, right? He's easy to talk to. I think uh, Brad Stein said it best, uh, Juice. I found my feminine side, I married her, I'm good. That's not bad. That's good. We are married because we complete each other. We are one. Therefore, if I am masculine and she is feminine, then that's the way it's supposed to be. Ladies, that last part of 2 Timothy 1:7, love and self-discipline, that is not femi- femininity. That is godly. There's a huge difference. We cannot associate those things with being a woman just because the men of our world haven't stepped up and done it themselves. We've also been conditioned to think that a woman is inferior to man if she lets him take care of her. I know we have women who work. I'm not saying don't work. Sometimes that has to happen to live in this economy. But sometimes it doesn't. A woman has her purpose given to her by God just like every other man has his purpose. If the woman's trying to do both purposes, she's going to fail at both. Ben Carson. Anybody know Ben Carson? He's kind of a name going around right now. Famous doctor, best neurosurgeon, on and on, raised by a single mother. I'm not saying that if you're a single mother, you cannot raise a manly man. He said that the one thing that changed his life was his mother. When she was at work, they were told to read and not do anything else. They read and read and read and read and read. And And I believe he had a relative that mentored him. A male relative. Men are made to cultivate, protect, and serve. Women are loving and caring. Anybody notice the difference in our families by the biblical way as to the way God is? God is masculine, warrior, fighter, but on the other hand, he's loving and caring and gracious. We as a godly family are how we portray God to everybody else, to our children. Our children are us. They're supposed to see God, all sides of God, in their parents. You ever look around and say, why did everything get so out of balance? I sure do. Children to unwed mothers, juice. In 1960, 5% to unwed mothers. 1995, 32%. 2008, 41%. Just a little side note, 71% of all black babies in the United States are born to unwed mothers. You can't change a stat no matter how bad you want to change it. Children without fathers are two times more likely to drop out of school, two times more likely to go to jail, and four times more likely to need treatment for emotional or Behavioral problems. So you take that 41% who are born without a father, and then you add a father who is like this. Distracted, overworked, harassed, exhausted, disinterested, chemically dependent, divorced, unable to cope, and simply not there. Dr. William Pollock. The basic problem is a lack of discipline, supervision, and the unavailability, unavailability to teach what is to be a man. He also says fathers are crucial, crucial in helping boys manage their emotion. Hey, let's get into the prison and find some of those emotional boys and ask them about their father. Hey, guess what they did? Anybody heard of Zig Ziglar? Zig Ziglar had a friend. His name was Bill Glass. He counseled incarcerated men for 25 years. None of the thousands of men had a true loving relationship with their father. 95% of the men on death row hated their father. How can you argue with that? I think there's a missing link in our culture, I think it's the father. Barbara Jackson, she's an Arthur. I just kind of found this somewhere. And it says, It's far easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. I have a friend at work. Grew up in a horrible area in Amarillo. Got caught doing and selling and trafficking drugs. He went to prison for seven years. Seven years he went to prison. He comes out. He, he was saved in prison He doesn't really understand any of it. And to this day, he continually, this has been years, to this day, he continually wonders about life and what he really believes and what's going on. I'm telling you right now, you can cancel him and talk to him for years, and he will still be a broken man. It takes far longer to fix a broken man than to raise a strong child. Dr. Dobson was talking on a panel and he was talking about homosexually and how he doesn't think it's genetic and it's more emotional and situational. According to an interview that Dr. Dobson, he is a psychiatrist or psychologist, I think he's a psychologist. He's been in the ministry for years and years and years and years. Focus on the family, he used to be there. They went unbiblical and said it was unbiblical or wrong to spank your children. He left, he started family talk. In a interview he did with Larry King when the boy is between the age of 18 months and 5 years he must detach from the mother and attach to the father it according to Dr. Dobson is a very important developmental task if it isn't done he will reattach to his mother we've already discussed that women while they do a great job when you're divorced where do the, where do the children go Most of the time they go to the mother. The mother's the caring, the giving. You know, he also says in this exact same thing, if you are a single mother, it is your duty to find a Christian man. Not just some man, a Christian man to mentor your child. There are things that a man can teach from his own experience that a woman can't do because she didn't have that experience. Also, if you do have daughters, it's just as important to be a man because when they grow up and they go out and they start looking for their husband, which kind of man do you want them to look for? Do you want to be that example? Or do you, be, or you want to be that guy that comes in, and he looks just like you, and he's an idiot? What was that one I put up earlier, Carl, that he didn't think I would do? Just because you have a college education doesn't mean you're not still an idiot? Then you got the quote from from, uh, Jesse, my old-time buddy. Helped me out a lot in the world. Just because you're all grown up doesn't mean you're not still immature. My iPad quits. keeps going off. We at this church, the men of this church, want to help with the boys. Not of this church only, but the entire community as far as we can go. Clint brought to my uh, attention the other day a group that I'd heard about many times. It's called Trail Life USA. This is a Christian alternative to the Boy Scouts. Okay? Okay. We have a little video. Juice, if you want to set that up. Check a look at it and see what you think. We have one position left to fill before we can have Trail Life USA in this church. One. I think, personally, that without a vehicle to get us in the direction, we've kind of lost some of that. I had a manly dad who made a lot of mistakes, and I learned from him. Some people have lost their father. Some people don't have a father, but these boys need somebody. And with the help of this church, we're going to give it to them. Alex McFarland is an apologist. The apologist is a defender of our faith. He said, Discipleship is life-on-life life transference. That means I live my life the way it's supposed to be, and it transfers onto my children. We're the people I'm mentoring. This is good. It's godly. Every single one of us has gone through training. It is so bad today that we have to take sexual abuse training before we can even volunteer for this thing. 90% Clint, of the children who are sexually abused in this country are done so by somebody they love and trust. Remember, ladies, whenever I told you it is your job to find a godly man, that is an important and difficult task. 90% would a real man do that to a child he's supposed to protect and sacrifice for? I don't think so. We have a vehicle that I think will take us there. If we don't start fighting now, can you imagine the fight that's going to be there for our kids? You think it's bad now? Let's give it another 10 or 15 years where nobody does anything. Hey, I wonder if we'll even exist as a country in 15 years. I would bet that we don't exist as a country in the power that we have now. Without men to lead it, godly men to lead it, I kind of feel like the godly protection and godly raising of this country is going to quit. All of that to say, and go back to the parable of the net. Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the lake. And caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it out on top of the shore. They sat down and collected the good fish in the baskets. They threw the bad away. This is how we'll be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Guys, in that parable, we're the net, we're the ones that are supposed to be sweeping through. And touching everything. It's a lot easier to fish with a net than a single hook. We need to bring up some men who will stand, fight, lead, and not be timid when they bring forth the teaching of the one true God, to the people of our community, our country, and our government. Real men can make this difference. Real men raised with a courageous father or a warrior or a mentor that can take care of business and teach what's supposed to be. This is able to be fixed, not by us, but by God through us. It's not us, it's God through us. We're doing what God said to do. All I have to say is, let's do it. I think we can stand and do it. Like I said, we have one position left for Trail Life USA, and we will be able to mentor Du Bois. We need somebody to step up. It's important. What did you tell me this morning? The most important thing around your neck? Go ahead. The most precious thing around your neck will ever be the arms of your child. No jewels no stuff. To those who were given much, much is required. Not expected and not delivered. Required. I think it, be, I think it can be fixed. I think we can start here in this little bitty church. We already do great with VBS and we touch a record number of children who brought $800 during the week. What, four times what we normally get? The children of our future are giving. They can be courageous, they can be protective, and they can be good kids as long as they're not screwed up on the way. Let's close. Father, we ask you to come into this place. We ask you to bring up men to tell these boys how to be men. We ask you to come in here and be with every family, broken or whole, and help us with the future of this country, this government, our world, our nation. Help us with everything that is broken. Lord, we're going to fail you As men, we need to know to get up and keep going. When we ask for forgiveness, we're going to ask for forgiveness. And we're going to have remorse and try to not do it again. Help us as we go forth through this week. Guide us, protect us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you all.